learned long ago to preserve their wild lands, and she had helped preserve some of the endangered wildlife through virtual reality mass modeling. She still tried to get out of nature whenever possible. She was waiting for Mel Pasada's office, dressed in a powder blue suit, when he arrived at work. Her multi-communicator had at least a thousand more supporters on it, and she was obviously not in the mood to ask quietly. Give me a lunch launch date for the rescue mission. My boss, Lamont, shot me down. I went to him with everything he told me, caught him before he locked up. I did my best, but he just gave me the standard response. Once trader explorers go beyond our safe perimeters, we are not responsible. He had not actually spoken with Lamont, but rather addressed his vague memo to him, which was rejected, possibly not even read. LaTag turned to leave, shouting over her shoulder, I'm going to have words with Lamont. Oh, no, Milp shrieked. You have to have an appointment. You have to request one through me. He will be angry. Too fucking bad. She slammed the door behind her and found it, bounded up the stairs two at a time. When she reached the floor where Lamont had his, held his office, she stormed into the outer door. Lamont's receptionist, a slender young male, demanded that she stop. She caught him with her shoulder as she marched past him, sending him off balance and into the bookcase. By the time he recovered, she had already gone through the door to his boss's office. The receptionist knew it his first job, feared he would be fired. What the hell do you think you're doing barging into my office? This is totally against protocol. I don't need you in here, he shouted. Well, right now, somebody needs to break protocol, and I will not be leaving this office until you hear me out. Our people, my family, my family are dying, and you and your staff are useless. This stops here. She slammed the melody communicator down in his desk, which caused all the support statements to blare out at the same time, sounding like the fans at a pry ball game. He started to give her the standard line about the perimeter when she stopped him cold. I managed to get this recording from my father before his communication stopped. It was Lamont telling her father, this isn't recommended, but we've always been curious about that sector of space. So if you go, be careful and don't mention my name. The harness shoulders stood on end. You'd go public with that? Obviously, and as soon as I walk out of here. That kind of publicity was a uh, career killer, and he was backed into a corner. All right, Miss Perengi, sit down and let's talk about this. Wait, your name is familiar. There's a law tag Perengi working in this building, but that isn't you. My mother, I'm named after her. She's the second deputy director of Level 2 Family Housing Adjustment Bureau. She's on the 34th floor. Yeah, well, yes, we've met. It seems quite egocentric to name a child after oneself. <laughs> Latag sighed. It's worse than that. I'm Latag Perengi III. After Latag got a promise from Lamont to meet again the following day, she thought about her mother, something she hadn't done in a long time. This was midday, and it would be appropriate for uh, to let her mother know what she was planning. Mother, I'm downstairs, and uh, are you free to meet? Perhaps to have a bit of food. A few minutes later, they met up at the public house at the ground floor. You're looking well, her mother stated flatly. What brings you to level one? She closely resembled her mother, and it was obvious that they were related, but that many would suspect that they were sisters rather than mother and daughter. Rescuing father and his crew, she enjoyed the shocked look on her mother's face before going on with the story. 
her mother still beautiful, but with a few strands of gray on her face, neck, and shoulders, listened quietly to the entire account. Stone-faced and cold-eyed. Then when LaTag was finished, her mother snapped at her. Are you out of your mind? A damn fool did something dangerous and likely got himself killed, and now you want to do the same damn thing? Absolutely not. I'm an adult, and it's not your call. I'll call that idiot downstairs Lamotte, I think it's his name. I'll tell him it's a stupid idea and shouldn't even be considered. LaTag jumped to her feet and scowled out at her mother, pointing a long finger at her face. You will do nothing of the kind. You've never been much of a mother, but now you'll do the right thing and keep your big mouth shut. Her mother started to say something, but LaTag cut her off. Off-world trade doesn't want to mess with me, and you'd be wise to follow their example. Her mother, knowing how stubborn Latte could be, changed tactics. Look, it's just that I'm worried about your safety. You're my only child. Yes, and one too many, but no mother. It's not safe my safety. Should my father return, your cohabiting with that useless young male would be a huge professional embarrassment. You are going to stay out of this. I only confided in you out of a sense of duty. LaTag Jr. was obviously a loose cannon, unpredictable, and it was clear to the mother that she had no longer intimidate her daughter. She nodded her agreement and added, I don't think we've been a particularly terrible mother. I think I've helped you grow to the fine being you are. That's just it. You haven't been particularly any kind of a mother other than distant and cold, but at least I learned to cook while preparing your meals for years. <laughs>